Hey friend, welcome to the Restore Mind podcast, where we are going to be talking about various life topics surrounding mindset transformation. Imagine what it will look like to have peace in your life, despite what the world is telling you. Hi, my name is Caroline, a wife, mom of three, and makeup turned fitness enthusiast. I am here to help you build a strong mindset that will propel you forward into a life of peace and joy. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Well, my friend, there is freedom waiting for you. So if you are ready to build a 2.0 version of yourself, then this podcast is for you. So grab your water or whatever you like to drink, throw on your walking shoes, and let's get going because it's always 4.13. Hello and welcome to the Restored Mind podcast. My name is Caroline and I'm so happy that you're here with me today, my friend. How are you doing? I cannot believe that we are halfway through the week. Isn't that insane? In a couple of days, we're going to be enjoying the weekend. And I don't know about you, but this weekend I think is going to be a relaxing weekend, hopefully. Days are usually busy for us. We have gymnastics from 8 until about 12 which is crazy. But luckily, it's in two sessions. So I take my youngest daughter and then my husband takes my son. So it breaks up the driving back and forth. And then we have church on Sunday and that's pretty much our weekend. But as far as the in-betweens, I don't have anything planned. And I'm so excited that I don't have anything planned because lately I've been enjoying being at home or just being outside, going to the park, doing the simple things, right? If you do the simple things and you enjoy them, you live the life. But this week isn't over yet. And I wanted to ask, this week, have you been met with words that had more power over you than you'd like? Was it something someone said out of frustration, hate, or maybe in passing that stuck on and it left you with a not so good feeling and it shook your confidence? Did you get inside your own mind this week and have thoughts that opened the door for doubt to creep in? Because if that's been you, I just want to remind you that you have the power to accept or reject those words and thoughts. Remember that God would not say these negative things about you. He would lift you up, give you joy and peace. The words and thoughts you hear are coming from the enemy. And when you rebuke those thoughts in Jesus' name, the enemy leaves. So if this has been you this week, I hope that you take a moment today to breathe and just lift it up to God. And let him know that these thoughts that you're having, these doubts and the words that shook your confidence may be from someone else or maybe in your own mind, whatever happened this week. I hope that you're just able to lift that up to God. And I pray that it is replaced with peace because we need peace in our life. So what are we talking about today? We are talking about who versus what you see in the mirror. But before we get into that, I want to talk about labels. Have you guys heard of the song? Hello, My Name Is by Matthew West. It's a song about how we put labels on ourselves. One of them is regret. The first line in there says, Hello, My Name Is Regret. See, we put labels on a lot of things. And I feel like this song describes how we label ourselves and others so well. We put labels on everything. There's negative labels and then there's positive labels. And the ones that I wrote for myself were lame, ugly, weak, and stupid. Because those four were the ones that I heard mainly throughout my grade school years, all the way through high school. And these labels either speak life or death into us or someone. 
some positive labels that I wrote down for myself are beautiful, strong, worthy, and redeemed. See, I felt that because I was so ugly, weak, and stupid that I felt like I could not live and become who I was meant to be. All right, we're going to get to that in a little bit. But my question is, how are you choosing to label the people around you? Are you speaking life into the ones around you or even to yourself? Because that's very important. How we talk to ourselves is how we end up seeing ourselves. This made me think about the worldview in scripture. In a sense where when in John 4, 14, Jesus says, But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. When I was going through a season of grief and pain after having a miscarriage just a few years ago, I realized that I was drawing from the well of the world. I was thirsty and always wanting more. I was never satisfied. What I realized in hindsight was that all the trauma I went through in life never really healed. I suppressed it, I put a band-aid on it, and I moved on with life. So, drinking from the well of the world made me want approval. I wanted to be enough for the world. And the reason why was because I thought that these labels that I was searching for were going to satisfy me. But oddly enough, when I received those labels, like, you're so beautiful, you're so smart, you're talented, I didn't believe these words. I didn't know how to receive them. I had spent so much time trying to get those labels attached to my name that when I got it, I didn't know how to receive it. Isn't that crazy? So ironic, right? It wasn't until I started drinking from the well of scripture that I finally found a sense of belonging and I felt loved in a way that I felt like I was missing, which I know it sounds really weird because I knew that I was loved by my family and my friends, but it just was like there was a void missing in my life and I just could not pinpoint it at the time. But now I know. I know that I belong to the almighty God who says I am who I am and the great I am has sent me to be here for a reason. And my friend, I believe the same for you. The great I am has sent you here for a reason. This next piece of the podcast is really near and dear to me because there's so much that goes into it and I could talk about it forever. But we're going to be diving into who you see versus what you see in the mirror. And when I'm talking about who you see, I mean seeing yourself in the mirror but not knowing who you are. The what is the physical body. I had always paid attention to what I look like in the mirror. It was always something physical. And I remember the more that I looked in the mirror, the more I didn't like myself, the more flaws I saw. Honestly, I had to pause and think about this and ask myself this question. And I don't think it was for me. I do think it was from the Holy Spirit because in that time that I was dealing with this, I don't think that I would have had enough courage to ask myself this question. But it just came to me when I was reading scripture. The question was, would you truly be happy if you attained your dream body? Would everything else in your life be at peace? Would you be happy? Would there be joy in your life if you achieved the body that you wanted? If I'm being completely honest and transparent, the answer would have been no. Because there were other areas in my life that also needed attention and also needed to change and grow. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he has planned for us long ago. See, God has a plan for you long before you were even born. And it doesn't matter how you look, he's still going to use you so other people can bear witness to his greatness. Isn't that amazing? God is not picky based off your looks. 
He had a plan for you long ago, long ago, before we can even fathom the idea that you were supposed to be here with the parents that you have, doing the thing that you're doing, living into your calling. The sad and honest truth is that my fitness journey started off because I didn't like what I saw in the mirror. What are you standing firm in carries more weight than what your physical body looks like. When I finally understood that I am God's masterpiece, no matter what season of life I'm in, no matter what my body looks like, when I finally understood that my fitness journey took on a new meaning because I no longer wanted to chase being small and I stopped worrying about my weight, I've stopped assessing over my clothes not fitting. And by the way, I just want to say that in my fitness journey, there are times when I catch myself worried about gaining weight. It happens when I see that my clothes don't fit like they used to and when my shirts are a little too tight or my jeans are a bit more snug. In these times, though, I do have to remind myself of what my goal is, what my overall goal is, and what I need to do in order to get to where I want to be. I find peace and comfort in this verse from Matthew 6, 25. Jesus says, Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? For me, that's so powerful because we can get so sucked into what am I going to wear? There'll be some days where I tell my husband before we get ready to go to church that I don't know what I'm going to wear because I can't fit into the clothes the way that I did in the past. And it starts to stress me out. I am not perfect by any means. I'm not excluded from having these thoughts. I'm not immune to them. I still have them. But I love Matthew 6.25 because it really brings me back to realizing that my body is more than clothes. Yes, I am working out. Yes, I love my fitness journey. And there are going to be physical changes that happen as a side effect of that. But it goes deeper than that. There's so much more to it than just the physical changes. And that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to the good feelings that I get from completing my workouts, from pushing myself and challenging myself. There's many other benefits too. I want to be stronger, you know, and I love that. So for me, that matters more than the physical thing, but sometimes the physical things can become the forefront of my focus and that's where I have to refocus. So if that's you, I hope that you're able to take this verse and apply it into your life when you start worrying about what you see in the mirror versus who you see in the mirror. And when we're trying to learn how to be kinder to ourselves, right? We want to learn how to battle these things. What can you do when we look in the mirror and we don't like what we see? How can we reverse that? Well, the first thing you can do and the first thing that's helped me is to speak kindness to yourself, which takes a lot of intentional work if you're not used to doing something like that. And I know that I wasn't because literally all of my teen and my 20s, I spent a lot of time speaking to myself that was in a very negative manner. I wasn't good enough. I wasn't pretty enough. I wasn't talented enough. I wish I had more talent. I was lame. It became a habit for me to say things like that to myself. So if that's you, it's going to take intentional work, which means it's going to take a lot of self-correcting. What I mean by intentional work, it's when you catch yourself saying these things and you say, you know what? No, I'm not saying that to myself and replacing it with something kind. When I'm in my own head having conversations with myself about what I could have done better. And I catch myself saying things like, I'm so disappointed in myself because I could have done more. A great example of this is after my workout session and I go back and review what I did and how I performed. 
And there'll be some days where I will tell myself I did not push myself as hard as I should have. And that sometimes can lead to me thinking that I'm not doing enough. I should have been further along. You know, I think it's very important to be very aware of the words that you say to yourself and in the tone and how you speak to yourself. But when we learn to give ourselves grace and replace these negative words with positive ones, it makes a huge difference. Keep in mind that you can acknowledge where you missed the mark and still use kind words on yourself. So, for example, when you're not reaching a goal and you're saying things like, I'm a failure because I suck. I didn't reach my goals. Instead of saying, I'm a failure because I I suck, you might want to say something like, well, I didn't reach my goals. So let's reevaluate. Did I do everything I was supposed to do to get to where I want to be? If the answer is no, then that explains why I didn't meet my goal. If the answer is yes, then let's evaluate what went wrong and where. Also, celebrate your wins. When we don't like what we see in the mirror, especially when it comes to our fitness journey, we have to celebrate our wins no matter how big or small. The small wins always seem to get overlooked. And I say this all the time, but celebrate your small wins. We celebrate each other so well, right? When it comes to birthdays or engagements, baby showers, all of these things, we're so happy to congratulate our friends, our family for their job promotion, whatever it is that they're celebrating. We celebrate them so well. The question here is, why are you not celebrating yourself just as well as you're celebrating your friend or your family? Because you deserve it too. You've worked hard too. And the last one I have for how we battle the what when we don't like what we see in the mirror is to practice gratitude. When we become thankful for what we have, we see value in it. At the beginning of my workout journey, I used to say a quick prayer, and it was just simply this. God, thank you for my body that is able. And it was a way for me to be in the present with what I am doing. Because today, I get to move my body. And I don't know what the future holds, so we may not be able to move as well as it is today in the future. It helps with being intentional in our thoughts and body image. So I hope that when you start practicing gratitude, that you start seeing just the beauty of the gift that, of what you have. Because it comes from God. When we start to see and practice our mindset when we are trying to move from a world view mindset to a spiritual mindset, then we practice gratitude in a different way, right? We're just thankful for all the little things, for the air that we're able to breathe, for how our lungs are able to just inhale and exhale. Have you lately taken a deep breath and just enjoyed how refreshing that might have felt? Now, to battle the who of what you see in the mirror, you have to ask yourself, where are you seeking validation? And you have to be completely honest, completely honest. Where are you seeking validation? Are you seeking in the world or are you seeking it from scripture when life gets hard? Are you running to your friends? Are you running to social media or trying to be still in the moment? Are you in scripture with God and trying to find peace and comfort within that? There's a difference between talking about something and then complaining about it. And I've been on the complaining side. Sometimes I still do that. I'm not immune to any of the things that I'm talking about. John C. Maxwell says something that was really interesting to me. It's easier to teach what you know than it is to do what it is that you're teaching. And I 100% agree with that because we're not perfect beings. So we're going to have times where we probably complain more than we should. And I'm one of that. I'm very guilty of that. 
I'm not immune to it. You guys know that this podcast is about transparency. So yeah, I'm not perfect or I'm not immune to that. But it's made me aware of how I'm talking to someone, sharing information with them and complaining because complaining is so emotion-filled. Once you've sorted out the emotions and you talk about the situation of whatever may have happened, the life, the hardships that you have, it comes from a different place. It comes from a place of peace, knowing that even though something happened and you didn't want it to happen, but it did anyway, well, you're in a situation that was probably the least favorable situation. You know that there's a sense of peace because God's got you, right? You are trusting in that. And then when you talk about the hardship, it doesn't come off as complaining. It comes off as sharing what's going on in your life. And honestly, I feel like it's two different, two very different things. To learn who you are, you have to be confident. And when I say confident, I don't mean to come off as a know-it-all. I mean to have self-control and to love. See, in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, it says, For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Self-control meaning you control what you can. An example is how you speak to yourself, how you view yourself, what you say to others, the actions you put towards life and your goals. What can you control around you? That's important. To be confident, we have to put the armor of God on every single day before we get up and start our day because it helps us stand against evil schemes. In Ephesians 6, verse 10 through 12, it says, Finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the evil schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of the dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. If you don't already know, the armor of God is the belt of truth, breastplate of righteousness, fitted feet, shield of faith, helmets of salvation, and the sword of spirit. I want to ask you a question. Which one of these are you not wearing well? For me, it was the helmets of salvation because I allowed doubt and fear to consume my mind and question every single thing that I believed I was. I had no idea who I was after doubt and fear started growing and just living in my mind because I felt like I wasn't good enough. In order to fight that, I had to train my thoughts by filling my mind daily with his word and abiding in him. It's really hard to do. It is. It's easier said than done. But when you start practicing bit by bit, it becomes a little bit easier and you start to find pieces of yourself again. So my friend, if you are struggling with who you see in the mirror, you don't know who you see, you don't know who you are, or you don't like what you see, I hope that today's episode was able to lift your spirits and speak life into you and give you some encouragement. And I know that it's hard to answer these questions truthfully, and it can be hard to face the facts of whatever is going on in our lives. But remember, because of Philippians 4.13, we are reminded that in Christ, we can do hard things. Hey! Thank you for listening. If this episode has spoken life into you or your mindset transformation journey, please share it with a friend. The growth of this podcast is possible through you. So thank you for your support and for being a part of the family. I look forward to talking to you again next week 
here on the Restored Mind podcast. 